Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. Today I'm trying something a little different. I'm recording from the comfort of my own bed. Uh, I don't know why I'm too lazy to literally get out of my bed and go to my desk. I mean, I had to get out of my bed to literally grab my microphone and like the cord and stuff to plug it into my computer, but I don't know. It's kind of fun to just like be sitting in my bed because after recording my podcast for a while, the chair that I use is just like a little spinny chair, so my back kind of hurts sometimes after like sitting up for like an hour recording so I don't know I'm trying something different my back is now supported by my nice pillow behind me so yeah I don't know I normally never record it in my bed anyway because I don't have like a flat surface to set my mic on and I don't want it to be moving around but I decided to just use like an old yearbook of mine and that is what's underneath my mic right now so hopefully the audio quality doesn't sound any different to you guys um but yeah I'm trying that I think it's kind of fun to just do it from my bed sounds lazy but you know what I find it efficient so anyways hope you guys are having a great week um I am honestly like I don't know why I was so tired today um I think it's just weird because I'm back in person after a week of online school and I talked about that last episode but yeah I'm finally back today and it definitely felt really nice to be back in person never thought I'd be that kind of person to want like in person over online school but honestly I talked about my reasons last episode so it was really really nice to be back and see people and uh, it's really frustrating though because I found out after I got home from school today that my state my state is just notorious for not making the right decisions when it comes to a lot of things but specifically the coronavirus uh they got rid of the whole mask mandate thing um for basically everywhere in my state um all the schools like my school this entire time has had a mask mandate and now it doesn't like they finally said like we can't uphold it anymore so basically they can't enforce anything which sucks for me because I like my state is having like I don't know, 10,000, 12,000 cases in a day, a single day, when like, you know, last winter or whatever, it was like, we were in shock when we had like 4,000 cases, you know, which was bad. That was bad. But the fact that we are so much higher than that is like, wow. And now's the time you guys decide to, to not enforce the mask mandate that it just seems super, super, super selfish to me. But, you know, I'm not going to try and like rant to you guys or like, bore you with all of this I just uh, I'm no I don't I'm curious to like how is like the mask mandate thing how is like school going in your guys's areas because for me it's honestly been a mess I'm grateful to have a school where like people like the community actually cares <laughs> a decent amount but um the rest of my state is really bad with like actually caring about COVID and you know I don't want to sound like some Karen or something but like am I wrong to care when we have thousands of cases every day no I know I'm not uh I just I don't want to get COVID it'll take me out of school I don't want to get my parents or my family COVID it's just it's a pain it's frustrating and I don't want to be a part of like spreading it around so I'm obviously still wearing a mask to school I've been wearing like an N95 respirator mask because those are also supposed to protect you um because they just I mean they're the respirator masks they filter out things so I do feel like more protected wearing that and when I say protected I am not like necessarily afraid of getting COVID I just would like to avoid it if possible because like why would I want to be sick if I can avoid getting sick you know so definitely want to try to avoid it but we'll see how long we can go it's funny my um my history teacher my um AP Gov teacher he was 
he's been doing this challenge and he's like, how long do you guys think I can last? Like, do you guys think I can get, go through 30 days without getting COVID? So he's got this like little challenge going where he's trying to see if he can avoid getting COVID within a month. And I think he's honestly like halfway through now. So we'll see. I just think it's kind of funny that people, you know, make it a little lighthearted. Um, cause obviously at the end of the day, it sucks. It's my senior year. I don't get to see people's faces with masks on, but, um, it's just like the right thing to do, you know? Sometimes there's just a right and wrong thing to do and this is the right thing to do. So that is the end of my little rant about COVID. I know I talk about this kind of stuff all the time, but I just feel like it's important to kind of highlight what I feel about these things because that was kind of the point of my podcast is to highlight more of my like personal um, views and personal opinions because you guys don't really see that much on Sister Spill. But anyways, I'm excited for today's episode because last episode I promised you guys to do an unpopular opinions episode which I have not done it in forever but um you guys reminded me of it so I'm really excited to do this and I think um honestly I'm really excited to like most of all read your guys's because I asked you guys on Instagram um, as well as Spotify I'm not sure if the Spotify worked though because last time I did a Spotify poll I realized it closed like after like one night so no one was able to vote on it um so hopefully the same didn't happen for this uh but if so I still did ask people on Instagram so I got some responses from there and I'm excited to read those but before I do any of that I'm just going to give advice to some people so this first first person said hi sorry for asking again and this is going to be long but here we go no worries guys again literally I do not care how many times you ask for advice um me and my friend group of friends have been friends for a while and back in eighth grade I got pulled out due to COVID and homeschool and I guess while I was at home they made a new friend V V sucks. She's homophobic, rude, and annoying. So for a while, we've been planning to kick her out, and today I did that. I told her we didn't I, we didn't like her and showed her screenshots for proof. She smiled and kept sitting there, and me and my friends ignored her for the rest of lunch and moved to the other side of the table. When I looked back at her, I could tell she was holding in tears. I felt bad, but I also felt good for getting her out of a friend group, and we would no longer have to deal with the toxicity. At the end of the day, she ran from the cafeteria to her class, and I felt really bad. I want to apologize, but I don't know how. I feel really bad. What should I do? I'm glad that you, like, feel compassion towards someone even though they've been probably, like, toxic to you. I feel like from the way you described it, if I'm being, like, completely honest and blunt with you, I feel like it could have been handled better only because, I guess, from the way you said it, it sounded like you guys were kind of, like, ganging up on her and, you know, here are these screenshots and you said... You told her that you don't like her. I mean, I feel like I personally would never do that. No matter how much I didn't like someone, I wouldn't straight up be like, we don't like you. And having, you know, multiple people sit around you and say, we don't like you. We don't want you to be in your friend group, like blah, 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 straight up to your face. I mean, it's honestly an awful feeling and I'm not trying to, you know, downplay your reasons for not being her friend because I don't, at the end of the day, I don't think it's wrong for you not to want to be her friend. That's totally fine. It's just, I feel like the way you went about about it could have been handled better so I understand your like kind of dilemma of like should I apologize should I not I feel bad um because it's totally it's a hard thing I mean at the same time you need to do what you have to do to have healthy relationships in your life and she wasn't someone that you guys wanted in your friend group and that's totally okay it's just that you know I'm trying to play devil's advocate a little bit here think about like how she felt sitting there having someone who are people that she thought she was friends with like just all of a sudden tell her like you're out we don't like you straight up to her face you know so I feel like um if it kind of did go down that way a little bit harsh maybe 
it's hard because the apology can send a little bit of a wrong message like because you're not apologizing and then it's like oh we're friends again we're good again because note this at the end of the day you're still like frustrated with her and you're still annoyed with her um but also an apology would offer her something like hey I didn't mean to come off this strong so it really is up to you if I were you I'd probably have a conversation with her and be like hey you know what I'm sorry we came off really strong um I know that probably hurt your feelings and we honestly weren't very sensitive to how you felt and we were just getting our feelings out and didn't realize how much it would hurt you um and you can kind of summarize you know nicely the reason why you don't want to be friends with her and say you know what like thanks for spending time with us but ultimately I feel like it's best if we go our own ways right now and you know sorry for how it went down and that's that and you can have a mature conversation with her about it um I know that's a really hard thing to do because again you don't want to like send her the wrong message like oh well now they're being nice to me but you know you have to have that line of distinction between I'm apologizing yes but I still don't want to be friends with you so I feel there's there is a way to do that um might be hard but I feel like if you do feel bad about it and it's going to eat you away um definitely talk to her about it or have someone in the friend group talk to her about it because I feel like if she she was just getting like ganged up on I feel like that was the wrong way to go about it so yeah I don't know I mean don't you know don't like beat yourself up or anything like it's okay it's it's hard it's really, really hard to cut off friendships and there is no like correct way to do it, I feel like, um, but there are better ways to do it. So yeah, I, I think you'll figure the situation out, but I appreciate you asking this of me. And again, don't worry about asking me for advice in the future. This next DM says, hey, I love your podcast and you vi- and you very much and I kind of need advice. Well, thank you so much. Love you too. Um, please don't feel like you have to respond. Uh, So for the past three years or so, I've been dealing with depression and social anxiety. This makes it very hard for me to respond and text with my friends. I also moved eight hours away from my hometown this summer, so we only see each other every six months or so. This past three months have been really, really hard on my mental health and I didn't text anyone. Now I feel better and have the energy to have conversations with friends. However, I'm really anxious about how I'm going to start the conversation and I'm wondering what to do. My friends know what I'm going going through and why I'm not responding. Okay, well, I'm really glad that they know what you're going through so that you they, they don't think you're just, like, ghosting them or anything. Um, that makes me happy because I was worried. I was like, oh, like, if I were those friends, I'd be like, where did she go and think that you don't want to be friends anymore? But I'm glad that they know the situation at least. Um, I think, honestly, if they're your friends and you're truly comfortable with them, you it, it, obviously, when you have social anxiety, you just have these thoughts anyways, but you shouldn't put so much pressure on yourself on how you start the conversation because at the end of the day they are your friends and they're going to support you and they're not going to care about the little things like you think they will because that's kind of like the hard part about social anxiety is that you care about every little thing like you overthink every little thing at least that's been like my experience before um to the point where it's like you know you're insecure about the little things you say or maybe the way you text or again like the way you start conversations like you're saying um and it can be really hard to deal with but I feel like again you should be okay with it because if they're like true friends and you're truly comfortable with them and they're supportive of you it doesn't matter how you start the conversation they're just going to be happy to talk to you like if I were one of those friends and I hadn't heard from you in three months I would be so ecstatic so excited to hear from you because it had been so long so I feel like anything you say will be really really exciting and happy for them and um, definitely just go for it I mean it can be hard for sure but I feel like it's better than stalling and waiting because the longer you wait like the less chance it is that you're actually going to start a conversation because you know who knows maybe your headspace will kind of 
your your good mental health um like stage will kind of float away for a second and you might not get this mindset back for a little bit so I say take advantage of it while you have it um and definitely reach out to show that you care because even if they know you care um it really would give them a lot of reassurance like as a friend who has had like long distance relationships and stuff and still does um or friendships like it is very reassuring to hear from your friends even if it's just every once in a while so definitely reach out and you can just be like hey like I know we haven't talked in a while like how are you doing I want to catch up whatever and just start it and again if they're true friends good friends like the conversation should flow easily and that should be the least of your worries I think the hardest part is definitely starting and just doing it but once you do I feel like you'll feel so much better just starting to get in contact with them again because I can tell they mean a lot to you and I'm sure you mean a lot to them so um, I think just starting the conversation is the biggest step but once you do that it'll be super great and I know that mental health issues can be really hard to deal with as you know I deal with my own mental health issues and I have been um but the best thing you can do is take it one step at a time go little by little and you can do small little tasks and slowly build yourself up and so I think this is definitely a good first step um as big as it may seem I think they will be very excited to um to talk to you so yeah, don't, don't worry about how to start the conversation. Just start it, you know, just start it and it will be okay. I promise you. So this next person emailed me and said, Hey sister spill. And I apologize. This email was from a few weeks ago and I forgot to respond to it. So hopefully you're listening. Um, I haven't actually watched any of your videos yet, but I found your podcast and I've listened to every episode since day one. Um, well, thank you so much for the support. That's crazy. Like I love, I love my day ones. Um, anyway, I have two things I need advice on. So this might be long, Um, I'm in middle school, which is right next to the elementary schools. We had two elementary schools. I went to the open classroom, but a lot of my friends now went to the Montessori. Anyway, so last year, my good friends from elementary school started to drift away, and I realized that my best friend from elementary school, let's call her Sophie, was toxic, so I started to distance myself from her, so now we aren't as close. After I cut myself off from Sophie, I started to become really good friends with this one girl, let's call her Valerie. So Valerie and I are really close and both part of the same friend group, but I feel like the odd one out because all the other girls in the friend group went to the Montessori Elementary School, and like I said, I went to open classrooms, so they have all these memories and inside jokes from elementary school that I'm just not a part of, and I have to talk to Valerie about this. And she was really sweet about it and said everyone in the friend group saw me as one of them and I wasn't the odd one out. I also told a different girl in the, in the friend group how I was feeling left out and she said the same thing as Valerie. I really appreciate how welcome welcoming they have been but I still feel like the odd one out I know I sound really petty and jealous but I just don't know what to do so this is the first part of the advice so I'll respond to this um I think you know I've definitely been there when I moved to the high school that I go to now obviously I didn't know a single soul you guys have heard the story um and so it was really difficult for me because I would get asked like hey did you go to you know this school the middle school that like basically everyone went to I was like no I actually went here like you 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 guys wouldn't have heard of it like whatever when people would make small talk with me I'd feel so like left out and then eventually when I started making friends too I'd also feel left out I mean I still feel kind of like an odd one out too with like my current friends because all of them mostly went to the same middle school and so it's like you know, oh, did you know this person? Oh, I went to the middle school with him or whatever. And it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know any of these people you're talking about, or I wasn't there for that. And I don't understand. 
the full like depths of what you've experienced because we went to different middle schools um but also like yes middle school is like significant because it's like the transition period before high school and a lot of like little drama and like funny things happen in middle school but it's also not like significant enough for you to like worry about being the odd one out because I feel like the memories that you make in high school are a lot more at least for me like significant and like leave more of an imprint on your life and I feel like you should focus on the present instead of focusing on the past because if you focus too much on what you've missed out on you're going to miss like what's happening right in front of your face you know what I'm saying so I understand how hard it can be because you're like constantly around people who you know talk about things that you literally like you have no clue about um because that's literally been me my entire time in my high school um there have been so many inside jokes so many like stories that people have like talked about around me and I'm like I don't know what you're talking about but I feel like the best thing you can do is ask them questions say like oh who's that like that's something that I learned to do and it's actually helped so much because now if they reference that person again I'm like oh I know what you're talking about at least somewhat and so I can kind of feel like I'm included um so I feel like asking questions like you know, who is that person? Or, oh, what's that story about? Or, ooh, you should tell me that story sometime. Because I promise you, like, again, they seem super sweet and they didn't want you to feel left out. And I think that, you know, they definitely think of you as one of them, like you said. And honestly, it would probably, like, even better your relationship with them if you showed, like, the effort of trying to get to know, like, their middle school experiences and what they, or sorry, not middle school. I've been saying middle school. I mean, elementary school. I'm dumb. Sorry. Um, disregard everything I said, uh, I feel so stupid, I'm sorry, um, I still feel the thing is true about high school being, like, leaving more of an imprint on your, on your, um, what's it called, I guess, identity, but middle school is also, again, like I said, an important transition period from elementary school, so elementary school, honestly, that's, like, giving me, like, the best memories, so I understand, like, because most people are in elementary school for five years, so it is a lot of time to spend together, and you're coming from a completely different place, um, but again, ignore all I said about that, but also it can be transferred, so do pay attention if that makes sense, sorry, got so confusing, but I think that, like, you should focus, again, less on, like, all the experiences they experienced together in elementary school, and just focus on making new memories with them in middle school, so that maybe when you go to high school with them, you can talk about middle school, and you're all gonna know what you're talking about you know so it's okay to like feel left out sometimes when they talk about things from elementary school that you don't know about but that comes with time like that that is only that's been my experience is it comes with time when you're not familiar with people's pasts or the people they're talking about or the entire environment and community that's okay because everyone is has dealt with something like that before and you just have to kind of assimilate yourself into the friend group ask some questions try and get to know some of these inside jokes without being like too pushy of course I get that um but that that will make a difference I think small differences um and then the next thing you said was so my parents got divorced when I was seven I'm 12 now and my dad had a girlfriend for four years let's call her Katie so Katie moved in with us everything was going great until COVID when she became a complete psycho germaphobe and I know we were all worried and took it seriously but she was on a different level anyway since January of this year things started getting really bad she would get mad about the tiniest things and yell at my dad for absolutely no reason so in late June my dad broke up with Katie which was good except for it was in front of me so basically she got mad at some about something then I started crying and my dad told me to go to my room so I was just waiting in my room listening to them yell at yell at each other until one point um 
Katie came into my room and wouldn't leave until my dad pushed her out of my room. Oh, and also at some point before my dad got her to leave the house, she gave him a black eye. Anyway, so the other day I was using my dad's phone to call my mom and he's, and I saw his text with Katie. Um, by the way, he has a new girlfriend now that I love and is super sweet. So I saw his text with Katie. One of them said she had a new boyfriend. I know it was wrong with me to look at his text, but it kind of makes me mad that she's just moved on, forgotten all about me and everything that she did to me. It just has a new boyfriend. I'm so sorry this is all over the place. The only reason my dad is still in contact with Katie is because they work together. Anyway, so sorry. It's so long. I love you so much. So much. Keep up the amazing work. Thanks for reading this. Well, thank you so much for your kind words. Um, that's a lot to take in, honestly. I you know, I don't know what it's like to have divorced parents or like fighting or anything like that in my household, which I'm eternally grateful for because I know so many of you guys have dealt with these kind of situations. So I can't say that I relate, but I do or I have had a lot of parents um, or friends who have parents who have been in like similar situations or just have had really rough family relationships. And you know, there is no solution to these things because they're out of your control. All you can do is really like sit back and watch, which is the hard part about family stuff is because you can't like interfere yourself in the relationship and really like change that much. Um, but, you know, I, I'm sorry that like you feel almost, it seems like you feel a little bit betrayed by Katie because she was there for a while and even though she did a bunch of bad things like the black eye I mean that's that's assault that's not good at all so I hope your dad like reported that or, or something um but I understand how you could feel a little bit betrayed because she was with you guys for a little while and you got used to her being there and then she kind of just left and and moved on um but I feel like you should definitely focus on the positive. Again, about like focusing on the present. Focus on, okay, your dad now is happier. He doesn't have to deal with that crap anymore from her. And he also has a new girlfriend who you said you really like. So I feel like that's the most positive thing to be focusing on. Of course, it's not easy to just forget about everything that happened with Katie and just, you know, push it away. But at the same time, um, definitely just like focus on, you know, how much happier your dad is now and how much better like this new you know stepmom-ish kind of figure in your life is um and you know I I get you feeling a little bad about like snooping through his text but at the same time I think we've all kind of been there I've definitely been there and it's just like hard because that's your parent and you care about him and you want to know what's going on um but yeah I do understand your feeling of like betrayal but at the same time know that like this has nothing to do with you it is a situation between him and her and you know what like it is out of your control um and the best thing you can do is just look forward and be happy that like your dad is happier now and it obviously is a sucky situation but um I think that really the best advice I can give you is to focus on the present and what good things are going to come from the future because um feeling the hurt from the past while it's it, like impossible to push away um just make sure you don't like focus on it I guess is what I'm saying sorry if that was like not the greatest advice but you know again as someone who hasn't been in a specific situation like this it's so hard for me to even like fathom what I would do um but just know that you got this and you're gonna be okay and it seems like you have some good friends and a good support system so um I think you got this 
So this next person said, hey, Sister Spill, I hope you're having an amazing day. Hope you are too. I love your podca- podcast so much. So I've been having this problem for a while. I didn't want to ask for advice because I hate talking about it and it's over. Just a heads up, this is a super long story. It's kind of complicated and the timeline is a little messed up, but I tried. Sorry. No worries. I'll try my best to understand. I feel like I still need some advice. So I liked this. I feel like I still need some advice. So I liked this boy at the beginning of the year. Let's call him Cade. He's super popular and he is a quarterback of the football team. He's known for getting all the girls and that stuff. I'm a super anxious person, but we started becoming friends and we would hang out in all of our classes and he started flirting with me. Me and his friends are friends, so we're all a big friend group, kinda. Anyways, I didn't know I liked him at the time and when I first met him, I thought he was full of himself and had no respect for anyone, like those overly confident boys, boys that are just jerks. But since me and my friends are friends with him and his friends, I gave him a chance. My best friend is closer with him than anyone in the group, so she went any, so she, so she went. Anyway, for a week in October... So she went away for a week in October to a different state. And at this point, I didn't know I liked him, but over this week, it was just all of us in our classes. We talked more and I really got to know him and I start to think I actually liked him. By the time she came home, I decided I had to tell her because I was really starting to like him a lot. So I told her she was so supportive and happy for me and she was like, OMG, y'all would be so cute together. So I waited a week um, to two weeks to let her tell him and I let her tell him and he would act even more like he liked me. He would flirt with me more and one night I was in my room and he randomly called and we just started talking and he was asking me about my day and stuff and it felt right. It just fit. After we got off the phone, I was just like, wow, I really started to like, like him. Anyways, a few days later, he asked me out and we started dating. We would FaceTime and we talk and talk. We hung out a few times and he always treated me right. One thing I want to make clear is he did treat me right. It's what's making me sad because girls would say, what do you see in him or why do you even like him? He was honestly really kind to me and you just had to get to know him. He was nothing but respectful to me. At the time, I was getting no red flags. I was really thinking he liked me. He would do little things like opening doors for me and he would ask me about my day and anytime I was upset, he would be the first person to make sure I was okay. I'm a quiet person and when I'm uncomfortable and and nowhere as popular as Cade is, So when we're in a group setting and people are not listening to me as much, Cade always made me feel heard. No matter what or who was listening to me, he always responded to what I had to say or repeated it so people could hear. Over time, he seemed busy and life was going on, so I just gave him some space, and I was busy as well with sports and school. We just didn't talk as much. I didn't think any of anything of it. He had FaceTimed me and wanted to talk, and I think he just kind of misunderstood me. And then one day, randomly, he said we should get to know each other better before we date, which I respect. So I honestly agreed with him and I don't blame him because I felt the same. Come to find out from one of his friends, one of his exes started talking to him again. And I don't know much about it or if that kid was just making it up and the kid didn't seem unsure. And the kid didn't seem unsure. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't want to seem rude, but this is a whole like run on sentence. So it's a little bit choppy to read. Um, and just said he thought he thought so, but it just made me upset. So I talked to Kate about it and he looked me in my eyes and said, I like you a lot and I want us to work out. I just want to get to know you better. I feel like we can't communicate as well as we used to. And also I hate that girl and would not willingly talk to her. I said, okay. And anyways, he kept flirting with me and we talked things out. We agreed that we would communicate about everything and be honest. And we got back together a few days later. In the beginning, it was the right thing to do and it felt right, but as time went on, it was too much for me. He had so many exes and on top of that, I found out my mom was sick. That day, I was just getting so stressed out, like everyone's eyes were on us and everywhere we went, that was what everyone was talking about. People that were multiple grades above me would come ask me about it, like I was a social status everywhere I went. Um, anyways, I found out my uh, mom was sick. He had a basketball game that night and there's a whole group of girls literally screaming his name at the basketball game. Um, I'm coming up to him afterwards and flirting with him. I just let it go. Anyways, one of the super popular girls in my school brought some of her friends from a different school and he called the girl hot and started flirting with them and snapping 
the girl. But to be fair, I did ignore him for like three days before. Uh, and we were talking for a little bit, but I could tell it was off. I think he was trying to prove to me he had other options or something. I don't know. But one thing I do know is that that girl is not his type. So I think he was trying to prove something. Anyways, we ended up talking. We broke up. Anyways, he got quarantined for two weeks and I never had to see him. He came back to school two weeks later. I still liked him so much and I was starting to get over over everyone's eyes being on me at the time. And I still wanted things to work. So he came back and we flirted a lot that day and it felt like old times. Anyways, I went home. That day, he texted me, I like you, and I said, oh, that was just his best friend. We'll call him Jake, and he texted, but I do like you. Okay, so he texted you, I like you, but it was his friend Jake that said that, but then he texted for real that he likes you. Okay, got it. And he was on the way to a basketball game, and I didn't respond. I didn't know how to or what to say. Part of me was just like, don't. We went on winter break, and he texted me the day of Christmas saying he wanted his hoodie back. I just said, okay, I'll give it to you the day we go back to school, and he said, okay, thanks. Anyway, I texted my best friend about this, the one that's super close with him, and she said he got a girlfriend, and I was like, good for him, and over break, I had come to the conclusion that everything happens for a reason, and I kind of started liking this other boy I was totally moving on from, Cade. Anyways, we go back to school, and I didn't talk to him at all. I would just hang out with my friends and act like everything is all good, and I was over it. I think he was starting to notice. Anyways, I'm guessing him and that girl didn't work out, because for four or five days later, he asked one of my friends if I still liked him. I'm right, um, I'm right next to her and I just told her no I don't like him anymore and he can hear everything because he was right next to us anyways my friend blurs out to my whole friend group and him of course she likes and says the name of this new kid let's call him Hudson um I think Cade okay so your friend blurted out that you like this new kid came named Hudson okay I think Cade got jealous or something anyways he started flirting with me and acting like he likes me just a little bit anyways I missed that and I was happy he was flirting with me again but not gonna lie I was trying to move on as hard as I possibly could I tried not to let it get to me but the same day come to find one of my really close friends has liked him for about two months and she was getting super jealous of me and he told her he is all hers that weekend um we went back to school and he started flirting with my best friend and we all have classes together so I was with him all day not gonna lie I was a little bit jealous even though I like this new boy I think he could tell it got to me he would look at me and one point we really made awkward eye contact and one point I caught him looking over at me like five people's shoulders to look at me we made eye contact it was weird also that girl says she likes him said that she moved on I don't know though I still kind of feel like she likes it sorry it's getting a little jumbled um I think at this point I'm looking into things with him too much honestly I need to let it go and move on but it's hard for me it feels like everything is pulling me back to him one thing I want to say even though the timeline is all mixed up is that he would get with so many girls and talk to so many girls his crush would change every other week and one day he's with one girl and the next day he would be obsessed with another one I do think though at one point in the beginning he really did like me and cared me cared about me a a lot and a part of me wonders if he's just trying to get with other girls to move on from me i'm trying to move on from him but if we still both like each other deep down inside how do i handle it do i just move on or what or what i need help i think i need to let it go and just focus on myself and the new boy i like but it's so hard for me i see him every day in every class he always flirts with my best friend a lot now and all my other friends if you have any advice on what i should do and how i should handle our friendship um, or when he interacts or talks with me. Also, he likes one of my other friends, and we were really close. Now it feels awkward. I don't know what want her to get hurt. I think she likes him, and I don't know what to do about it. It makes me kind of upset, and when I talk to him, he still acts like he likes me, and he's then he's really mean. Um, also, more recently, when we talked, he makes little digs and mean comments and kind of puts a good amount of effort into being mean, 
mean to me being mean to me i have no idea what to do and i'm sorry this is so long i hope there's no spelling mistakes or anything i wrote this in a hurry i love your podcast so much it's helped me through so many hard things i hope you can relax about colleges you're going to get into um you're an amazing person and one of them will accept you it's all gonna work out you got this thank you so much you're so nice um I won't lie, it got a little bit confusing, but I totally understand what you're saying. It was just like the way it was typed, but you said you're in a rush, so I totally, I totally get it. Um, I think, you know what, definitely move on from him. Now, that that whole thing is easier said than done, but I think ultimately, yes, I think the best thing to do is move on from him because he's proven from time to time he's very, in, like, he's a very inconsistent person, so why be with someone who won't give you the stability that you want? Because if you're with him, you're never going to know for sure how he feels. If he's flirting with other girls, if he, you know, if your best friends like him, if he likes other people, if he's snapping other people, like, it's just not going to work out because he's, you're always going to have to worry about, does he truly like me? Is he flirting with other girls? Whatever. So it just seems like he's a very like, you know, I won't say like disloyal because I don't know that for sure. I don't know him, but it just doesn't seem like he's a super committed person and that sucks. But I feel like the best thing you can do is kind of try to stray away from that on and off type of dynamic like relationship because it's only going to hurt you. The on and off just means that there's so many ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs. And I feel like you deserve to have a clear mind and focus on the things that matter to you. Focus on your friendships, maybe focus on the new guy you like, or focus on no one at all. Um, I don't think it's wrong to focus on a guy you like. It doesn't really matter. It's okay to like people, um, but also just make sure that you are really following your gut and what's right for you and what's making you happy. If it's too stressful to chase after guys, give yourself a break. Focus on yourself. Work on yourself. Focus on school. Hang out with your friends more. You know what I'm saying? So really, it comes down to just focusing on what you truly like think makes you happy. And I understand that it can be hard because this kind of relationship has been so on and off and like you did have deep feelings for him, I can tell. And, you know, I'm sure he liked you too, but the inconsistency is just not worth it to me. I don't think that it's worth pursuing someone um, who is only coming back to you when he finishes with a girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it seems like to me is like, okay, you know, he's with a girl for a few days and then he's back to you and then another girl and he's back to you. You know, like you don't want to be that person that's just there when whenever he wants you know what I'm saying like you should show him that you have respect for yourself and you're not just going to be there whenever he doesn't have a girl to mess around with so it's totally okay to still be friends with him I'm sure he's a fun person to hang out with but I definitely if I were you would not pursue anything romantic with him all right so that's all the advice I'm giving this episode um because I want to jump into the unpopular opinions I'm going to read some of your guys's and then I will go into mine and obviously I'll respond to the ones you guys have so the first um, person said, I'm not vegetarian, but meat makes me sick sometimes. I'm not a person where like meat makes me sick, um, but I don't eat beef just for like environmental reasons because it's just really bad for the environment. So now I, I've talked about this before. It's, it's been a long time though. Um, but yeah, I mostly just eat like chicken and chicken is... <laughs> Chicken would be really, really hard for me to give up. So I wouldn't I don't think I could be able to be vegetarian. But yeah, I don't I don't have a thing where I get sick with meat, but I definitely like know what you mean because I, I know people who are like that that are like they're not vegetarian, but they like actually just don't really like meat or it makes them sick. So um I honestly I, yeah, I don't even think that's all that unpopular. I can totally see where you're coming from. Unsweetened tea is nasty. I would agree with that, but also because I don't really like tea in general, that's probably an unpopular opinion. Um, I don't know why I've just never been a tea person. I don't know why I don't really like the taste of it, but I'm sure you're right about that. Um, 
I know in the south people drink a lot of like sweet tea because my mom is from the south so um every time I go to visit her family there it's like they order like sweet tea and stuff um so I know there's like unsweetened there's like sweet tea and also just like other flavors of tea but yeah any any of you guys tea drinkers and have an opinion on that um then we have holding hands in public is cringy Mm, that's debatable. It depends on where in public. I think it definitely can be cringy. I think at school it's cringy. No offense to anyone who does that. I just personally think it's cringy because, like, I'm just not that kind of person. Um, I feel like, though, if you're just, like, walking around somewhere, you're looking at, like, Christmas lights or you're on a date or, you know, yeah, like, you're walking around town or whatever, I feel like it can be a little weird to do it, like, everywhere, but also, I don't know, like, I feel like that's everyone's personal preference, so... Um, I think it definitely depends on the setting. Um, this next one, I love this next one. College is not a scam. Networking is the issue for a lot of students. So I know if you, a lot of you guys are way on the younger side, um, so you don't really think too much about college, but I, for any of my older listeners, I definitely, <laughs> this, this is an unpopular opinion for sure. I definitely agree with it. I feel like a lot of people these days are so quick to hop on the bandwagon of college is a scam. It costs so much money. You know, I can do so much better by just graduating high school and starting to work or starting my own business, whatever. And that is totally correct for some people. Um, at the same time though, I feel that college is really beneficial overall. Um, I feel like the benefits outweigh the risks even in this day and age. Um, the do the thing that I do agree with is that college is way too expensive. I totally understand that um, because so many people can't afford to go to the college they want to get in or they want to go to because it's so darn expensive. Um, and then the only way you can go is like if you get scholarships, but at the same time, scholarships can be competitive too um, to get like the right amount of money and all of that. And sometimes fin- financial aid doesn't work. So there are a lot of obstacles when it comes to money in college, but I feel like college is a place where you can truly expand your interests and you are surrounded by people who are also mostly like-minded in the sense that they want to learn too. They want the higher education. And like you said, networking is very important. If you guys don't know what I mean by networking, networking is like you're making connections with people. You know, you meet this person who's starting a business and you're like, hey, I'm going to get your contact so maybe we can work together in the future or whatever. Or you start an internship somewhere and you have a boss that really likes you and you make connections through that. It's And networking is all about making connections and really establishing yourself in an industry. And I feel like really, if you go to college, you are truly going to get like the best of your buck, the most out of your money. If you are taking advantage of everything, you're joining organizations, you're going to class, you're getting good grades, you are communicating with your professors and forming relationships with them. You are, um, constantly talking to other students and collaborating with them on projects, maybe things like that, um, would really make a college experience worthwhile and successful for someone. So I feel like it kind of bothers me. And maybe this is just coming from like a very, like, I don't know, a family that is emphasized education so much, but so I'm definitely biased, but like people are a little bit quick to jump onto that bandwagon of college sucks, college is a scam, you know, I don't want to go to college, I want to drop out of college, I'm going to go to community college and whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. There really is nothing wrong with the path that you decide to take because that's your path. There's like, no one should be like, oh, you're wrong for that because there's not a wrong path. I just feel like people should, I guess, 
slow down when it comes to just hating college because a lot of these people I see talking about like you know college is not worth it whatever like half of them at least from my experience seem or appear to not have like a specific super super compelling reason behind it other than oh it costs a lot of money and I just don't want to go like and again that's fine I'm not trying to like come off as judgmental because I'm definitely not I think I have some friends who have mentioned maybe not going to college I've you know one that's going to community college um I have one that's going to NYU so like I have like a a diverse range of people when it comes to college and like what their paths are and I've heard so many people around me in my school what they're going to do but I just feel like at the end of the day um college should not be just labeled as a scam because college is where a lot of people most people that go to college say that they have the best time of their lives I know I can't say that's true for everyone but really so like I just want the college experience of being able like I'm truly so passionate about learning I can't wait to learn new things I can't wait to expand my perspectives and meet amazing people that who challenge me I can't wait to be involved in organizations I can't wait to make films and be part of film organizations and go to film festivals and work with professors who literally know stuff about film who have worked in the industry like all of that is so incredibly appealing to me but it might not be appealing to you or someone else so you know I I don't think that like people are invalid when they say college is a scam but I feel like it's a little bit harsh um yes it could be a scam depending on what school you go to but I feel like um a lot of you know just like regular like community college state universities like whatever it doesn't even have to be prestigious school like a lot of these schools will get you great experiences if you take advantage of your time there so yes college is expensive and it sucks but I wouldn't go as far to say uh that college is a scam so I do agree with this unpopular opinion um dating in middle school is overrated. I would agree with this. I know a lot of my listeners are in middle school, but uh, I just, as a senior, I see this happen all the time. And there is basically, actually, there is no one that I know who dated in middle school who actually had a relationship work out. And I'm not trying to be like pessimistic or ruin any of your guys's, um, you know, current ideas on relationships, but just letting you know, it's, I mean, I honestly, I feel like, uh, middle school relationships are good though in a way because they will get you that like weird first experience um where it's kind of like an icebreaker for high school so that when you come to high school you're a little bit more like prepared I guess um or at least you have an idea of like liking someone and then doing something about it instead of just like you know passing each other notes in class like you know because elementary school when you like someone at the you know, maybe your parents will arrange a play date for you guys or something, but you know, most of the time nothing comes out of that. Um, but then like middle school is kind of where like you guys start to gain independence. You start doing some things together. You might start hanging out, whatever you might put a label on it. But, um, ultimately I feel like high school too is, is a little bit iffy with relationships. Most of them don't work out. Um, but I feel like it is like just good to get like experiences no matter what I don't think that you should you know if you like someone and someone asks you out and you're in you know middle school you shouldn't just say no because oh it's a middle school relationship it it won't work out I mean you can do that but also just like just say yes even if you have a feeling it's not going to work out you don't know that um you could be the one that does work out so I don't think that like you should just like rule it out completely but definitely um 
keep in mind that middle school relationships aren't as uh, usually as good as or exciting as they might seem. Um, next person said, I have a Gilmore Girls opinion. Team Logan all the way. Okay, I love Logan. If you guys have watched Gilmore Girls, you'll know who I'm talking about. If not, that's okay, so I'll keep this brief, but uh, that that was one of the main characters' love interests. It was her last one, and I, I yeah, I would say I'm definitely Team Logan. It's been a while since I've watched um, Gilmore Girls, but I think I would agree with that. Next person said, showers are better than baths. 100% agree with you. Literally, I moved into this new house um, beginning of sophomore year, which was like fall of 2020 or 2019 sorry 2019 I think um and I literally have not taken a bath in my new house ever not once I've literally only showered which tells you like how much I take baths I don't because I just don't I'm not a bath person I feel like I don't know it's just not something that I've ever done because I just like get cold like the water gets cold after a little bit and then I just like I'm just like sitting in the bath and I kind of just like to get the showers done like over with and I feel like if I was in the bath I'd spend like an hour in there which is fine I know some people really like it because it's like a good form of self-care but personally I have not taken a bath in years I only take showers because I just like them way better so definitely with you on that one apple juice is better than orange juice um, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that. I've always liked orange juice better. I don't know why. I just, I think I like the, like, tanginess of it, but I'm not saying apple juice is bad. Fizzy drinks are overrated. Um, I'm kind of with you. I, if you mean, like, soda, then yeah, because I've never been a big soda drinker. In middle school, I kind of, like, started drinking Sprite, and that became, like, my favorite drink for a while, but honestly, I haven't had soda in, like, a few years, unless it's, like, I don't know, a, literally a few times a year. Um, I just stopped drinking soda a while ago and I'm happy I did because I just, I'm just not, I don't know, I'm just not a big soda person. I do like carbonated drinks, but not that much, honestly. So I, I think I'm with you. Some things are not forgivable, but if someone takes accountability and apologizes, um, it kind of, it cut off there. I think maybe you probably, you probably had too long of a response, but um, I'm sure you meant to say, like, things could be okay if someone takes account accountability and apologizes, um, even though some things aren't forgivable, and I would agree with that. I think, you know what, everyone deserves second chances, everyone deserves, I, there's, there's good and evil, there's good and bad as part of everyone, everyone's done good and bad things, um, whether you want to believe it or not, uh, so I think we definitely should all have second chances, however, like you said, some things aren't easy to forgive or forgivable because people just cross the line too much. So yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, cancel culture is one of the most ridiculous concepts. People make mistakes. Um, this is from the same person. So it's kind of the same idea. I think, yes, I agree with this, uh, because a lot of the things that I see people getting canceled for, not, not all, but some things that I see people get, getting canceled for online, people I around me or that I know of have done the same things but no one in real life will call them out it's only easy to call them out because they're influencers over a screen and it doesn't make any better um I think it should honestly open our eyes to the fact that we don't call people out in real life but I think that like also there's this harshness to cancel culture that needs to be eliminated if you get canceled you lose everything and it's it's not fair because some people are so quick to assume on the internet that if something bad spreads about you that's all people will bring up for months and months and it might not even be true i mean there are things that are false that get spread on the internet 
all the time and you never know. So it's kind of terrifying if you're an influencer, you have no clue what's going to come with the next day. So I feel like we definitely need to soften our standards a little bit. That does not mean we shouldn't hold people accountable for things they do wrong because we absolutely should and I'm glad that people have started doing that. However, I don't think that that should give us a pass to just obliterate people's lives. Uh, if especially the thing that kills me is when people don't know if something is true or not yet and they use that as fuel to just hate someone. Um, so there's definitely a problem with cancel culture. I think it's changed the landscape of social media forever in a way, but, um, you know, I, I just feel like we need to be a little bit kinder with the way that we hold people accountable. I feel like instead of, um, directly accusing people of things, educate them for sure, while also telling them, you're wrong about this, you need to be educated about this, but 100,000 people coming at them saying you're a horrible person, giving them death threats, all of that stuff, that's going to make them like even more bitter towards the situation rather than people giving them like constructive criticism almost, um, even if they don't deserve it. So that's that's how I feel. Um, TikTokers should be invited to events like People Choice Awards. Should be. Oh, interesting. So that is an unpopular opinion because I know a lot of people think that... A lot of people think that TikTokers should not belong at these big events or they shouldn't be part of these things that celebrities are part of. That was kind of the whole thing with like Addison Rae being so immersed in like the Kardashian culture. It's like, why why is Addison Rae doing this? You know, why is she part of this world now? But, um, you know, I, I definitely agree with you because... Uh, you know, as much as sometimes it can, like, I guess, frustrate me a little bit that, like, certain people get into certain things in the industry, um, if you have these popular people with followers you've never seen before on a platform, like Charlie D'Amelio, like, 100 million followers, she's the first one to reach that, like, of course you should invite her to People's Choice, People's Choice Awards, because everyone knows who she is at this point, you know, so it would be stupid of them not to, because, it's a great tactic. It's someone who is popular. A lot of people like her, whatever. So, you know, she was actually at the People's Choice Awards, but I definitely agree with you, like, because it, it makes sense why they're, they're invited um, to these award shows because, yeah, at the end of the day, they're, they're influencers, but people need to start realizing that influencers are this generation's celebrities, you know what I'm saying? So just because they're influencers technically and they're regular people, I mean, celebrities are regular people too, you know, they're just famous. So a lot of these like influencers are are more famous, they have more impact than even like an A-list actor sometimes. So it's really, it's an odd thing to think about, but they definitely do deserve to go to these award shows because they have that big of an audience. So yeah, it totally makes sense. Milk before cereal. Ooh, I don't even eat cereal. I used to when I was a kid. I just kind of stopped years ago because I don't like milk. Um, but no, <laughs> just no, I can't, I can't deal with that. I just think it's because I feel like you need to put the cereal in first to gauge how much milk you need. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, that's like really odd, but you know, you do you. <laughs> I prefer orange juice over apple juice. I don't really like apple juice. See, I agree with you there. So we've got, we've got one for apple juice, one for orange juice. It's interesting. Fall and winter are better than spring and summer. Oh, I'm gonna have to disagree with you there. I've never been a fan of fall and winter. Um, not that I hate them. I think there's good things about every single season, but definitely I'm a spring and summer girl. Sweet potatoes are better than normal potatoes. That's hard because sweet potatoes are great. Like they're super good, but I gotta say normal potatoes win for me. I, that's super hard, but definitely normal potatoes. Bryce and Tana are a cute couple. I think they're a cute friendship. I don't think they're a cute couple. I just could not see them together. 
I mean, in some ways they make sense because they're both, they've both been super like problematic and a lot of controversy over the years, but I don't know. It kind of gives me like big, like Tana gives me like big sister vibes to Bryce and just like friends. I don't know if I could actually see them in a relationship, but I do see where you're coming from. I don't like completely disagree, but I'm like, I don't completely agree either. Watermelon Jolly Ranchers are better than blue raspberry and cherry. Okay, watermelon was always my go-to. Like, whenever teachers would pass out Jolly Ranchers in class, I always chose watermelon. It was my favorite flavor, so totally there with you. Blue raspberry is good, too. So is cherry, but watermelon is elite. Like, definitely agree with that. Cherries aren't even that good. I think cherries are good. Um, I don't like the little... What are the cherries called? I know they have a name, but the ones that they put on top of, like, ice cream sundaes, I don't like those, but I do like regular cherries. I just never eat them. Like, I don't know. Cherries are, like, the most random thing to buy at the store. I feel like I just... That's just the one fruit I never have, but I do like them a lot. Uh, they are a little bit annoying to eat with the seeds, but, like, yeah, they're not my favorite fruit, but I still think they're really good, so I don't know. Mustard sucks. Mayo is way better. Oh, I don't like either of them, but mustard's definitely better than mayo. Mustard, I can handle if there's like a few drops of it. Mayo, can't handle. I don't like mayo. Never liked it. Oh, okay. We got another one for orange juice is better than everything. <laughs> We've got two for orange juice, one for apple juice. Sorry, apple juice lovers. Starbucks is overrated. It's hard because like Starbucks does deserve the hype because like they do make good drinks and they have good ingredients but at the same time like me personally I never go to Starbucks I always go to like my local coffee shop that's like five minutes away from me um and they just have like this amazing drink that I have it's it's uh it's just like a frozen coffee but it's kind of like a slushy in coffee form but it's really really good so um I that's what I always get as far as coffee goes and if I don't get that then I just make like an instant coffee like it's, it's like Japanese coffee called coffee co at my house and that's what I like to have um but I never go to Starbucks I think the hype around Starbucks is that you can ask them for all these you know special customizations for drinks and it's kind of exciting because they have like holiday themed drinks and they just have a very like versatile menu um so I definitely think they like deserve the hype but do they deserve that much hype? I don't know. That's arguable. So I think I do see where you're coming. I don't know if I have a clear opinion on it yet though, because I don't, I don't have Starbucks that much. I do think they're good, but yeah, maybe, maybe they do have too much hype. I don't, I don't know. Um, being silent in the morning and not talking is an unpopular opinion. Okay. That is always me for some reason. Like, I don't know what it is. I, I'm not like I'm not like not well I mean I'm not a morning person but I'm not like a person that's like horrible to be with in the morning like I will be tolerable I'm not like crazy I don't like sleep in super late I'm nothing like that but also I really don't like talking to people in the morning I like purposely I will wake up at like nine or something and I'll stay into my room until like 10 or 10 30 because I just don't like going downstairs because I know my parents immediately are gonna be like hey like you know like good moods and stuff because they've been awake for hours and it's just like for me something about that really bothers me that sounds so weird but I I just like have trouble going downstairs and talking to people right when I wake up um it's it's a task for me it's very hard like obviously if I'm like on a sleepover and stuff I can like deal with that it's different but like something about going downstairs right when I wake up with my family is really hard for me to do so I definitely think that should be normalized to not talk um in the morning definitely with you there um those are all the unpopular opinions I'm going to read from Instagram and then I'm going to see if any of them went through on anchor like I said the last poll that I did I accidentally like somehow I mean I didn't set a closing time but I guess I didn't set like a op like how long it should be open there are some things on Spotify so glad that some of you guys saw it Tom Holland's fan base is one of the worst out there it's really just made of 10 year old girls 
who thinks he's a god and can do no wrong. They're insufferable. Ooh, harsh. But I, you know what? I think that comes with a lot of fandoms just because usually people who have fan pages are on the younger side and they're a little bit more like they, I mean, when you have a fan page, you feel a devotion towards this person. So if someone says something bad about that person, you feel the need to defend them. And the longer you have a fan page, because I literally, like, I had a fan page when I was little. I've talked about this. Um, or younger, not little, little. But you, like, the longer you have the fan page, the lo- the more, like, devotion, obligation you feel towards that person. So you just feel, like, a strong pull towards them. Um, and it's kind of weird. Someone should kind of study that. I'm curious to see, like, that would be a cool thing to research. But anyways, if that could be with any fandom, so I wouldn't agree that it's just Tom Holland's fan base, but I could see how Tom Holland's fan base could be that. So yeah, definitely see that. Quarantine was actually fun and isolating myself from other people to spend time with myself. Um, I've, I've heard a bunch of people say that kind of recently because I think we realized back then how simple it was before we knew how bad like COVID was going to be and like all we knew is no school and you just got time to yourself and everyone was working on themselves and everyone was bonding through social media and it was kind of like a time of unity before things kind of fell apart. Um, so I think like, yeah, I feel like it makes sense to miss that kind of time. Um, it was a very eerie, odd time of like unknown, but it was, it was a nice time. So I would agree with you, um, on that. K-pop isn't terrible. Of course, you don't have to like it. There's just a lot of great artists people disregard, and I feel like people shouldn't be so quick to judge when they haven't looked into the genre that much. Um, I definitely agree with you. I mean, I personally have always kind of disregarded K-pop just because I'm not like a big fan of like poppy kind of music anymore. Um, obviously when I was a little kid I used to be, but now like starting like middle school I got into like a rap phase and then now I've just listened to like alternative music and like older like 70s, 80s music is what I've been listening to recently. Um, I have a very like versatile music taste though, so I am usually open to things, but for me I have listened to a few like K-pop songs just like with like, you know, famous ones that a lot of people have heard of. Um, but it's not like for me, but I don't think that like people should just be like oh k-pop and then immediately like shut it down i feel like definitely like people just need to give people more chances instead of judging based off of like this the second they hear k-pop so i would agree with you cheese is gross Ooh, definitely disagree with that (laughs) cheese is like the one reason i could probably never become vegan because cheese is so good like it comes in quesadillas it's in burritos it's in pasta like it's in like so much stuff I literally don't understand how I could live without cheese and also just eating cheese like slices of cheese or like blocks of cheese cheese is just so good (laughs) I don't know I've always loved cheese so I I have to disagree with you there or like string cheese love string cheese haven't had them forever I kind of forgot about it um so yeah I gotta disagree with you there but I respect the opinion Influencers are way overhated. The fact that people were hating on He's All That in the High Pass show before they even came out is honestly crazy to me. That's what I've been saying, honestly. I mean, to me, I feel like a lot of people on who are like making these comments are a little bit like probably more immature, so maybe they don't they're kind of hopping on bandwagons, but I also just feel like people are so 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 quick to hate something. Like I said, I already talked about the high pass show thing where people automatically hated it before even trying it out when you know, Netflix didn't cancel these shows just to make a room for the high pass show. They're, they're going to cancel the shows anyways. So it's kind of like this thing of like guys, slow down. Like 
what are you even talking about? Like, it's okay. They came out of with a show that's amazing that TikTok has had such an influence that, that Netflix wants to pick them up. I think that's cool. It's a cultural, like, from a cultural perspective, it's very cool that, like, society kind of decided collectively that, like, TikTok was going to be the thing that everyone looked at and it translated to Netflix. I think that's huge. I think that's cool. Even if the high show was cringy and weird, like, it's still cool that, like, something like that was able to have a space on a platform like Netflix. So I feel like people are so quick to judge. And then also like Addison's Ray, Addison Ray's movie, I did watch it. He's all that. It was, you know, I talked about this in a podcast. Acting was mediocre. It was obviously very like cliche, a little bit cringy um, movie, but it was just as good as any other like cringy movie, honestly. Like it's, it's like a kissing booth or, you know, to all the boys I've loved before. Yeah, it's more cringy than those ones. It's not as good, but I feel like it is cool that TikToker again was able to translate her career into an acting career. I don't think that Addison Ray is the best actor. Obviously, she was not someone who like came into this industry thinking she was going to be an actor. She just kind of got the opportunity and took it. But like if I were her, I would take it too. So I just feel like people need to be less judgmental and really put themselves in this, these influencer shoes. If you were an influencer, you were a part of the Hype House and you got offered to be a part of a Netflix show, you're telling me you would say no? Absolutely not. I would totally say yes. Same with He's All That. So I feel like, yes, definitely people need to stop judging influencers so much because um, they are people who are just looking for these opportunities and they're taking these opportunities that are offered to them, you know? So yeah, I, I definitely do agree with you. BTS isn't the best K-pop group. Shiny or Shinny is much better. They are not the kings in my personal opinion. Don't send the stands, stands armies after me. Um, it's interesting I got two things about K-pop because I don't really know much about K-pop at all, but K-pop fans, I'm interested to see what you have to say about this. I have no opinion because I don't know them, but, um, yeah, let me know what you guys think. I, I don't like Oreos. LOL, my friends bug me so much for it. That's so interesting because I've talked to you guys before about how I don't like chocolate. I don't like chocolate, but... I do like Oreos and it's one of the only chocolate things that I like. So it's kind of funny because we're like opposites. Um, I love Oreos. I literally had like three Oreos tonight, which is so funny that you say that. But yeah, I'm gonna have to disagree with you there. I love Oreos. Sweet potatoes are better than normal ones. Okay, I'm pretty sure you also put this on my Instagram unless this did two different people said the same thing, but I doubt it. So we talked about that. Um, Cobra Kai is honestly better than every other stupid Netflix teen show. Example, OBX, Ginny and Georgia, 13 Reasons Why, Riverdale. Oh, I'm gonna have to disagree with you there that it's better than all of those. However, definitely think it's better than Riverdale. Oh, Ginny and Georgia was really good. I would say it's better than Ginny and Georgia, but I don't think it's better than Outer Banks or 13 Reasons Why. Those two were really good shows just because they, especially 13 Reasons Why, it illuminated so many like important issues and it was really graphic, but it was super good. I really enjoyed it. Um, Outer Banks, I just feel like it's it was a kind of like a cultural reset, um, so I really love that show. Obviously, like, a lot of people love that show, so I can see why people think it's overrated, but um, I would not say that Cobra Kai is better than all of them. That's my personal preference. However, I feel like Cobra, Cobra Kai is underrated because I feel like no one ever talks about it for some reason. It's just, I mean, I, I watched, like, Karate Kid when I was younger. I know there's, like, multiple movies, so I don't know if I've watched um, all of them, but I think that, like, it's just really cool how they got the original actors to come back in Cobra Kai. And, like, I personally think, like, the acting is really cringy um, in Cobra Kai. Like, 
not for all characters some of them are really good but like sam is one of the characters that girl i don't like her character i just feel like she's very cringe a lot of the portrayals of like teens are very cringe i know it's kind of supposed to be that way in a way but like some of the acting really does kind of make me like do a double take and i'm like okay really um but i do think the show is really well done honestly i really enjoyed it like as like cringy as it is it's also like they use mature language too so it kind of takes you for a spin but I really really love the show like I did not think that I would like it but I tried it and I've watched all of it up to the most recent season um so if you guys haven't watched Cobra Kai I think you guys would genuinely enjoy it yeah it has its cringy moments for sure but something about it is just super compelling so I definitely agree with you that it's a good show I just wouldn't say that it's better in my opinion than like OBX or 13 Reasons Why um Jenny and George is really good too but it's been like a while since that was out so I can't really remember I just remember it was like really good so I don't know um but okay those are all the unpopular opinions from you guys that I'm sharing um I can get into some of mine it's hard though because I don't want to say anything that I've said before because I did do unpopular opinion episodes before but also it's been a long time so I think like it's probably okay okay one of my unpopular opinions I don't know if this is just like the culture where I live like specifically which it definitely is but I know in other states people do this as well um with like school dances especially in high school because I know not a lot of middle schools have school dances but in high school, a lot of people do the whole thing where, like, they get a date, like, they get asked to a dance, which I've never actually been through that experience just because, like, I haven't really made connections with people who actually go to dances, like, and, like, want that whole experience at my school. It's mostly been, like, my friend group kind of just all goes together when we go to dances. Um, so, if, like, I guess if I were friends with people who were, like, actively asking people to dances, I would have gotten asked by now, but I just haven't really made those connections because it's never been my thing. But I feel like, I don't know, the thing about like getting asked to dances and then making a poster responding to that person and then you all spend money to go in this big group to go on like, you know, this huge dinner together and then you do an activity like for winter's dance some people um do like gingerbread houses or something and they go to someone's house and then they go like ice skating and then they go to the dance and then they leave the dance after being there for literally 30 minutes and then they go do something else like for me that whole culture of like doing so much for dance and then only actually staying at the dance for like 30 minutes because people literally do that at least people i know um is really odd to me for me like me and my friends like you know we get our dresses we go like meet up and get ready with each other go to the dance literally like my most recent dance it was the winter's dance like <laughs> we were like some of the only seniors there but we did not care it was so fun because it was just kind of like a small group and we just hung out until like literally the dance ended basically like there were like 10 minutes left which some seniors popped in but they were there for like 30 minutes literally or like 15 minutes and left some of them were literally there for five minutes and it's just like well what is the point because you literally bought a ticket to the dance like I don't know it just seems weird to me to like leave that quickly but okay um yeah I don't know it's just that is like one of my unpopular opinions is like why do people like I don't know I feel like people just have weird traditions when it comes to high school dances I guess is what I'm trying to get across I don't know if that's just me Okay, my friend and I were talking about this the other day, and that is the fact that some people say, like, mascara is so bad for your eyelashes or whatever, and, like, yeah, I'm not saying it's good for your eyelashes, but I think that, like, I don't know, if I was stranded on a, des on a deserted island and I only had one makeup item to take with me, it would definitely be mascara because it's the one thing that, like, actually makes a difference on my face, like, the most, like, it just makes me, like, feel more like me because I just look so tired and I don't really like how my eyes look without mascara so um 
I just feel like it's worth it to put mascara on every day, even if, like, yeah, it's not, like, strengthening your lashes or whatever. I don't think that it's, like, causing them so much harm that they're going to be so unhealthy unless you're putting on so much mascara that your, like, eyelashes are literally, like, falling out, which I've been there before. (laughs) I used to do, like, super chunky mascara. Like, mine is, like, kind of chunky now, but it used to be, like, super layered to the point where, like, I would, like, have a habit of breaking off my mascara at night to take it off and some of my eyelashes would come off almost every time because it was just like this chunk of mascara like molded together kind of like cement and it would just kind of come out and it was not good for my lashes so at the time definitely not good but I feel like if you do things like um I have like castor oil which I'm really bad about putting on but occasionally I'll remember um where like it's supposed to strengthen your lashes and your like eyebrows and things like that and I feel like if you actually take care of your lashes and you remove your mascara every night and like you don't put on too much there's nothing wrong with putting on mascara and that's the same with makeup a lot of people have things against makeup like it's either like you love makeup and you wear a lot of it or like you hate it and you wear none it seems like um a lot of people have these like misconceptions about makeup like oh you know this is gonna make your skin so bad or oh makeup is going to like make you look weird or cakey or like you don't need it and like yeah sure like there's some truth to that but also like I don't think that wearing a decent amount of makeup is a big deal as long as you just like take care of yourself and take off your makeup um trust me I've been in a phase where I did not take off my makeup at night I talked about that last episode but really I feel like if you just take care of yourself there's nothing wrong with wearing makeup and I do see like a lot of hate um on wearing makeup sometimes I know that's not everyone it depends on who you surround yourself with and that's not like my friend group but most of the people I've grown up knowing like don't really wear makeup um only a few of my friends actually wear makeup like every day that's like more than just like mascara so yeah I don't know it's kind of an interesting thing that I've thought of but it's just for me I feel like some people kind of hate on makeup a little bit too much and I I think like I don't know I wouldn't why wouldn't feel like myself without makeup it's just literally for me not even for other people it's just I like how I look personally with makeup I'm only going to say like a few more because this episode is getting a little lengthy and I did respond to your guys's but I will say another one that I think is that um Riley Hubokta or whatever is way too good for Bryce Hall. I know that they had a thing going for a little bit where they were like flirting with each other but she actually spoke about it recently and she said that like they weren't anything because like she's living back home. I think she lives in like North Carolina or something like that and so obviously that wasn't gonna work out because he lives in LA but it was never like a confirmed thing. They were just kind of like flirting and like they're really good friends still and they still talk but a lot of people were like oh they're like they're so cute. They'd be so cute together but like yes they were cute together when they were flirting and posting content with each other. I'm totally with you guys but also I don't agree that they should be together just because Sorry, there's literally, like, I don't know why my dad is playing the TV at, like, 50 volume or whatever. Like, it's so loud. I don't know what's going on, but you guys can probably hear it, especially wearing headphones. So sorry about that. I can't tell him to turn it off, so I'll just have to deal with it, but ignore that. Um, anyways, I think that, like, yeah, they're cute together, but as a friendship. I don't think that, like, anything more would be right because I just feel like, I don't know. I've been following Riley for a long time, like, since she first started getting popular, and I feel like... I think that she's, like, a sweet person, and I don't think that Bryce is, like, good enough for her. Just based on, like, all of the controversy and drama he's gotten in, I just feel like they just aren't the best match other than being friends, of course. I don't know how unpopular this is. This will be my last opinion, um, just because, like I said, it's getting a long episode, but um, getting to be a long episode. I think that, like, people should put less pressure on having favorites for things. For example, like, 
anytime that I've talked to someone and I'm trying to get to know someone, they'll ask, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite song? What's your favorite artist? Whatever. And it's just like so, so hard, especially those three specifically, like movie and like music and like artists or songs or whatever, anything to do with like music or movies is really hard for me to come up with an answer with because I always feel like one, I'm going to be judged, but two, I literally don't have a favorite because people will ask me like what my favorite music is and I'm just like, well, it depends because like this week it was this and last week it was that and like today I was listening to this, but yesterday I was listening to that. Like my music taste is so all over the place that like I can't tell you what my favorite is. Like I went through like a few months where I was like obsessed with Taylor Swift's like folklore album I probably haven't listened to that in like a month and now recently I've been listening to like some older songs like Billy Joel um or like I don't know a little bit of John Denver like just some like older singers that like my parents listen to or my dad specifically um but then also like I'll listen to like cafe jazz study music while I do my homework and then I'll also listen to like random like I don't know indie songs that just come up on a playlist or I'll listen to like throwback songs like Selena Gomez like my music taste is literally everywhere or I'll just listen to like my rap playlist and I'll be listening to like I don't know whoever Baby Came or Don Tolliver I'll, I'll be listening to like Push and Peers I'm just kidding I've never actually listened to that song but like you know what I'm saying it's so random what I listen to and I feel like everyone always asks me like oh like you know you must have a favorite for this or like they they find out that I want to get into film and they're like oh so what's your favorite movie and I'm like "Mm." (laughs) I actually don't have a favorite movie because I don't I really don't it's so hard for me to come up with it also like one of my favorite movies is call me by your name but I don't really like saying that just because one the movie is a little bit controversial controversial but two it's just like one that is so kind of like cliche to say it's your favorite movie um so I don't really like saying that so a lot of it's kind of like my fear of being judged it's like I don't want to say favorites so I feel like people should put less pressure on saying like or asking people what their favorite things are and instead just be like what's something that you like or like what have you listened to in the past month that you really liked or whatever because when people say favorites like well I can't choose an ultimate favorite there's no way so like for me favorite song recently Vienna by Billy Joel that's been my favorite song for a couple months it's kind of been my like go-to um and then like favorite book right now The Wrath of the Dawn um I talked about that on the podcast before something that I read over the summer and it's just like a romance kind of book and then my favorite movie I just watched it literally finished it this morning um when I was getting ready for school Rain Man it's on Netflix you guys should watch it's super like good just because the storyline's so unique um and then I don't know I really don't have like a favorite artist recently but that's my point it's just like yes I have like I guess certain favorites or like top choices for recent times but even then those are hard to come up with and it's always so stressful like in class today in my psychology class we had to do like this memorization kind of like activity because we're talking about memory and how our brain like retains information and we did an activity where we like went and talked to someone in the class that we didn't know and we asked them like their middle name their favorite movie their favorite food you know their pet's name what their favorite song is their favorite book is and I was struggling because I was like what do I say for like my favorite so I kind of just had to come up with some on the spot but I've always felt like it's so stressful because like even like icebreakers or like I'm scared when I go to college and like film classes um like professors will ask me like oh you know like 
go around let's say your favorite movie and I just I'm so afraid of being judged because especially when you're around a bunch of filmmakers everyone's judging you you know like they're they're judging you for your favorite movie so I am like nervous for things like that but it's like well why do we have to choose favorites like I don't know it just puts a lot of pressure because it's like if someone said like what's a movie you like I would feel a lot less pressure and a lot less judgment but favorite to me is like so like ultimate like it's an ultimate choice. So I don't know, maybe that's like a weird thing to have an unpopular opinion about, but that's just kind of something that I've been thinking. So yeah, um, I'm just going to end this podcast off by saying, I hope that you guys all take the time to watch Jack Wright's YouTube video on, um, well, I think he put it on Instagram reels, but he obviously it's just like a whole YouTube video. It's got like 15 million views now, which is insane. It just shows how many people were waiting for him to tell his side of the story, but also like he waited and rightfully so, because I feel like you should not ever push someone. I'm so glad that he waited like all this time because I would not have wanted him to release a statement right after the situation when everything was so volatile and new. Um, and now he's kind of let it like sit a little bit and like marinate in a way. So I feel like it's really good that he came out with it, um, now, but I think that like, you should all watch it because if you know the Jack and Sienna situation, obviously she's been accused of a lot of crazy stuff, but he really goes into detail about what happened in this video. Of course, Sienna's already responded and denied the allegations, but I think people are kind of done listening to her side and they're all just kind of sympathizing with Jack and offering him support. So I just feel like it's really important um, because now we have Jack's like full side of the story for everyone to go listen to that because I think he deserves someone to listen to him for sure. I mean, obviously 15 million people have tuned in, but if you haven't watched it already, I think it's really important if you want to know more about the situation since I do talk about like you know, pop culture in this. I don't want to call it tea because it's not tea. It's someone's life and it's someone going through something significant. So obviously I'm not going to make a video about that because what would I say? I'm not going to, you know, make a tea video about it. It's just not right. But um, I do encourage you guys to go look into the situation and understand why CNMA did get canceled. And like in this case, when we're talking about cancel culture, I think that like, um, I hate the term canceled, but I think that like Sienna shouldn't have the platform that she has, um, definitely. So that's what I will say about the situation. But yeah, thank you guys so much for your support. Thank you for sending in the unpopular um, opinions. And obviously, I can do another one of these anytime soon. Um, or anything, uh, any other fun ideas you guys have for me. If you guys want me to talk about specific things, play specific games, um, you know, maybe we can do some fun like influencer trivia. Like, I don't know, there's so many things I could do on a podcast. I can also have some of you guys come in. That would be kind of fun to do like some sort of like game show type of thing and have like you like listeners come in and like answer questions. That'd be actually really fun. I don't know. Let me know, guys, if you have any cool ideas for the podcast coming up. Um, I want to definitely spice it up for this year, 2022. But um, also, I just want to end with one final personal update. I got accepted into um, two colleges. I can't remember if last episode I even said that I got accepted into my state's college. I feel like I did, but that was my first college acceptance. I got into one, um, but then over the weekend on Friday, I got accepted into my first out-of-state school. It's in Colorado, and it's um, CU Boulder. So it's uh, the University of Colorado Boulder. Um and it's a nice like little uh, like town, super cool town. Um, and, you know, it's in the mountains and there's lots to do. And I think it's it's a really good option. Um, so they don't have exactly the program I was looking for for film, but I can make it work for sure. Uh, the exciting thing, though, is that they offered me two scholarships. Um, so I'm super proud of myself because I didn't think that like 
I don't know, I guess I wasn't expecting that. So the school itself was actually quite easy to get into, not trying to like demean anything. And I'm still proud of myself for getting in, but it's just like, they have like, I mean, most people do get in. And I also applied early action, which shows a little bit more interest in their school because I applied to an earlier deadline. But I am just wanting to share that with you guys because I know you guys have been listening to my college journey. So two, two acceptances so far. Those were my two safety schools, meaning like I was they were my safety nets. So if I don't get accepted into any other schools, I know I have these schools to rely on, but I was not expecting the scholarships. So that's an even better option for me. So I'm really, really excited about that, but I should be getting some, um, like February 1st. So that's really honestly like in the next like week or so, which is a little bit terrifying, but, um, we'll see what happens the next like two weeks. I should get two ish, um, acceptances. So I am very excited and I will keep you guys updated on my journey, but if you guys listen to the episode all the way through, um, just respond to my poll that I'm going to put up. I'm going to put a poll. I'm not sure what I want to put yet, but I'm just going to ask you guys like a question for this episode. Again, you can respond if you have Spotify. I don't think it works on any other platforms, but I will talk to you guys next week.